Hello? Hello? Okay, we got the... Am I the top or the bottom? You're, you're talking to side. Am I the top or the bottom? Uh, It's one thing. So. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Yeah, so it's recording one channel of input, but using two microphones, so... Okay. Ready? Yeah. Do I... Welcome to... Sure. Do, you can do a jingle, okay. you can do whatever. I'll do a jingle. <laughs> can I do my shoesy? Yeah. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Shoesy for breakfast. Shoesy for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Welcome, everybody, to our first installment of Shoesy for Breakfast. Um, hopefully the first of many. Um, I'm McKinley Braun, as probably a lot of you know. And Nathan, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Nathan. I am McKinley's boyfriend and producer of this podcast. Yeah, he does and all co host. He does all the fancy stuff. I do the fancy stuff and she is sits there and looks pretty. <laughs> okay guys, so um first gonna do some little like housekeeping stuff about the podcast. Um guess we'll start off with who we are. I'm McKinley Braun. I lived in Colorado my whole life. I did an exchange year in Germany and that's how I speak German. And um then I came back, finished my senior year here and then went to the Netherlands to study um, international relations. That did not work out, and I am back home. And that's how I met this lovely lad. Uh, yeah, so again, my name is Nathan. I grew up and I'm from West Virginia in the United States and recently moved to Colorado where I met this ball of joy right here, and here I am now. Yeah, so we will be the two hosts. Um, Hopefully someday bring in a few guests, but as of right now, it's just going to be me and him. Um, I guess you guys are wondering why we call it the podcast Shoesy for Breakfast, and um, that's what I will answer. I cannot say those two words. Um, auf Deutsch oder Englisch kann ich es einfach nicht sagen. Shoesy, es geht einfach nicht. I can't do it. So um, Nathan started making fun of me for it. And my dad started saying breakfast as a kid, and I didn't know it wasn't the word until like fourth grade that I learned it was breakfast. I can say it, it just takes a lot of mental energy. <laughs> um, so we'd always just say shoesy for breakfast, and I think that just kind of covers our little quirks. It's unique. Yeah, and it's fun. So we are shoesy for breakfast. Hey. <laughs> okay, guys, so. Um, what this podcast is going to be about, we're going to do weekly episodes, hopefully, and have a different topic every week, um, have some different segments here and there, some Q&As, um, some games, all that fun jazz, but the most part of the podcast will just be about whatever we feel like talking about. And today's episode is about? Travel. Travel. Yes. And you got some questions from your... TikTok I did. Audience. I asked my TikTok followers if they could send in some questions about traveling, and we are now going to answer a few. Um, I've definitely been around the block a few times with travel, so I'm definitely not qualified enough, but I can help as much as I can and hopefully provide some entertainment along the way. Absolutely. 
Okay, so I guess we'll jump right into um, our first question. Here we go. So um, what we're going to do is I'm going to read the questions in German as they were written, and then he's going to try to guess what the what the question means, and then the next time he's going to try to say the question. Oh my. So um, our first question, um, let me find one. Wo würdest du am liebsten mal hinreisen und warum? What do you think that means? You know a few of these words. He's learning German, by the way, guys. Slowly. Very slowly. Wo würdest du am liebsten mal hinreisen und warum? I didn't mean sl say it slowly. I meant I'm learning. Oh. Slowly. But that too. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. Uh, I'm going to assume they're asking for a tip on planning a trip or something. I don't know. No, the question was, <laughs> where would you like to travel most and why? Okay, that's a great question. Not at all what I thought. But Not in the slightest, but um, all right. I'm going to send that one to you first. Me first. You first. Let's all go. Right. First so, part of the question was, where would you want to travel most? Travel most. Um, I'm on the spot here, but I'm going to go with somewhere in Asia because I think it would be entirely different than anywhere I've been. I imagine the culture is completely different. The people are different than what I'm used to. And, you know, it'd be a cool place. And it'd just feel very different. So I'm going to go with that. I don't know if that's my real answer, but <laughs> that's what I thought of right now. Yeah, we didn't actually think of any of these answers before answering them. So Not at all. getting the raw truth here. But yeah, wouldn't that no be crazy? Idea. Yeah. Do you have any specific places in Asia? In mind or just the whole the whole continent? I'm going to go with Japan. See, I was thinking that too. I thought China, but also, <laughs> and I thought deeper, and I was like, Japan. Yeah. yeah not I've that made China's it... not cool, but like Japan seems interesting as far as mm -hmm. all their culture. Made stuff. a few exchange students friends from Japan. Exchange students. Exchange students. Yeah. And you've never been to Asia, right? I have Anywhere not. Asia. No, Asia's definitely on the list. I'm trying to go to all seven continents. Uh, yeah, I understand my answer is very broad. Asia's, you know, obviously giant, but yeah. So Japan, we'll narrow okay. it down to Japan. Okay, I guess it's my turn to answer this, but Absolutely. I really have no idea. I've been to most places in Europe. Um, you know, I think I'm going to go with Argentina because when I was choosing my exchange location, Argentina was one of my top choices. Um, just by the way, we got... I, d I went with Rotary, so we got five choices, and then the program chose for us. Um, I think my choices were Spain, Denmark, Germany, um, Brazil, and Argentina. And Argentina was one of my top choices. Um, my Spanish teacher in high school was Argentinian, so I learned Argentinian Spanish. Um, just seems so cool. I love the culture there. want to get my Spanish better, you know? So I'm going to go with Argentina, and that is why. And also, I want to get tan and eat empanadas. What's an empanada? Don't. It's like a bread thing, right? It's like a, it's like um a Argentinian version of a dumpling kind of thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Next question is, okay, this one you're gonna try to say. Okay. Was war der schönste Ort, wo du je warst? One more time. Was war der schönste Ort, wo du je warst? Can I try and read? Yes, it's that one. 
Oh, I should also probably mention who gave these comments. Oh, yeah. So our first question was from X420.65. Um, and this question is from Version Beat on TikTok. All right. Version Beat. Okay, let's see his, his German, guys. Hopefully it'll get better as the podcast goes along. Yeah, we'll see. Was war der schönst Ort, wo du je warst? Je? This is in French. Every he time I try pull out the yeah, French accent. I definitely get a little French when I try and speak German for whatever reason. So. <laughs> okay. Um, and this means where was like the prettiest place that you ever have been? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, you start with this one. I'm going to start with this one and... I'm probably, this one's really hard. I've been to 17 countries, but I've got to say Kenya. Ooh. Yeah, I went in 2017 and uh, I stayed on a wildlife conservancy, got to go to the schools and all that jazz. And um, it was just amazing. It was so much different than I've ever s- experienced before. So, God, as it was far so as beauty beautiful. that beats like everywhere in Europe? I mean, don't get me wrong. Europe's amazing. Like, the Czech Republic, gorgeous. Like, honestly, those, like, eastern countries are so slept on. Croatia, Czech Republic, Slovakia, absolutely gorgeous. They remind me a lot of Colorado with the mountains and everything. So, absolutely gorgeous. But Kenya is just something about it. It just felt magical. Sorry, I keep moving the mic. Um <laughs> It just felt really magical. I got to sleep on the Wildlife Conservancy just in a tent. You know, lions were roaming around us and just didn't have a care in the world. The stars were absolutely gorgeous and got to go on safaris every day. It was amazing. So I'm going to say that was the prettiest place I've ever been. That would probably do it. I mean, that sounds awesome. Yeah. It's Uh, a different kind of beauty, but beauty nonetheless. For sure. A lot of raw, natural beauty with that. Like... With yeah. The wildlife, like <laughs> very unfiltered. Um, can I give my answer? Please. Okay. Um, I am not as well traveled as McKinley here. <laughs> uh, I have never left the country except for really? when I was 11 months old. I went on a cruise to the Bahamas, I guess, apparently. I did not know this. I didn't remember. Uh, and yeah, I thought we talked about this. Maybe not. Anyway. I have memory um, loss. that's true (laughs) one of my favorite places and probably one of my favorite places and then just a beautiful place place um nonetheless is moab utah probably like the favorite my favorite place i've ever traveled to just because i've been going there since i was a kid Uh, and most recently my brother got married there in october and had like the most beautiful wedding and backdrop to a wedding you could ever imagine with the LaSalle Mountains in the background. Uh, he got married at Dead Horse Point there, which is like a park. Um, and it was just beautiful. And then, you know, it's beautiful red rock, arches, all that. And then the sun sets and then a trillion stars come out and it's just amazing. So I'm going to go with that. I love the night sky personally. So yeah, shout out to the fact that we're also going to Moab um, in Monday. a few days. Yeah. yeah. Um, we both love it so much. I went there as a kid. Zufällig um, bin ich einfach in Moab und er war da auch, aber wir wissen das nicht. Sorry, I, I'm just going to randomly speak German a few That's times. That's fine. German people need to know what we're saying <laughs> yeah. if they don't um, know English. So. so, yeah, I guess I'm trying to speak a little bit slower um, so y'all can practice your English as well. But Moab 
I went there as a kid too and so did he so it's just a really special place for both of us and we're gonna go check it out together first kind of big trip I know I'm excited yeah first real trip for us so that'll be fun I'm excited okay uh the next question is from Steffi.120 um und sie haben gefragt wie war das alleine mit einem Camper zu reisen um you want to guess what that means? Should I say it again? I don't know. That's, that's a lot of words. So you just go ahead and tell me. Um, it means how was it um, to travel with in a camper or like camping? Oh, yeah. You did your yeah. road trip. Yeah. So um, if you guys didn't know, this summer I did a three-week solo road trip around the West Coast of the United States. Um, and I guess they're kind of just asking how that was alone. Um, you know, I was sleeping in the back of my car, Toyota Tacoma. Um it's a pretty reliable car, put 6,000 miles on it this summer. Um, you know, it was probably one of the best experiences I've ever had. And I've traveled around Europe for weeks. I've gone to Africa. I've, um, you know, lived a lot of places. But something so freeing about being by yourself, being out in the wilderness, and just just being for once in a lifetime i'm always go 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 it's been school it's been sports it's been music and gosh just to be alone for three weeks by myself it was just the, the best thing ever alone by myself good job mckinley um yeah i um somebody else asked i, I don't know where it was but they asked where i went and um i started in also like not too close i started in colorado um obviously I went to Grand Teton National Park, um, went into Yosemite, popped up to Montana, Bozeman, um, went to Glacier National Park. Um, shout out to Glacier. I think it's the the best national park in the United States. I've been to like, what, 10 out of 50 or whatever, but that was my favorite so far. It was absolutely gorgeous. Um, went over to Idaho, to Coeur d'Alene, then Seattle down to Portland, Oregon, um, then California, stayed in the Redwoods, uh, went to Monterey Bay, and then drove down the, the coast, Highway 1, all the way down to like um, San Francisco, Santa Barbara, um, popped into Arizona, to Phoenix. I took a little detour to go to my grandpa's funeral in Alaska, um, then I came back and drove home. So, that was my experience. It's a um, big trip. Three weeks, yeah. I stayed pretty much one or two days in every place. Um, longest I drove was like eight hours, eight and a half, nine hours. It was a lot, but... Um, Especially alone. Yeah, I, that's when I got into podcasting, actually. Emma Chamberlain, that's the first, po- first podcast I listened to, and, and now we're here, so <laughs> look at that. And what podcast do you listen to these days? Um... I listen to F1 podcasts. Um, if you guys are watching on YouTube right now, um, I'm wearing my gorgeous golf Danny Rick sweater that I got. Go number three, go Honey Badger, um, McLaren for life. And um, I listen to the Late Breaking podcast, Back of the Grid. Those are my two favorite F1 podcasts. So Any others you listen to besides the F1? F1 and Emma Chamberlain and... Um, yeah, that's it. You're not like a murder, serial killer, horror no. podcaster? Haven't got into those yet. Most women love those. <laughs> so I've been told. My aunt loves those. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Do you listen to any podcasts? I listen to a bunch. They're all a bunch of raunchy comedian podcasts mostly. Um, Some kind of like science podcast here and there. Uh, Lex Friedman has a great one. He's like a... I don't even know what he is. He's he's smart though. Very smart dude. Uh, More of a scientific podcast, but has like all kinds of guests on. But yeah, a lot of raunchy comedian podcast and there's too many to name so yeah. <laughs> nice nice okay um i guess the next question this one goes along with what i just asked um hattest du tips wie man es schafft den mut aufzubringen alleine zu reisen and that means um do you have tips um how someone can get the courage to travel alone Ooh. these are not direct translations just by the way so did you say who And this is from Der Hartmut. Der Hartmut. Cool. On TikTok. Thank you for your question. Yes, for Um, sure. Oh, never mind. That was from a different question. Um, That was from Fail Hero Yana. Fail Hero Yana. Thank you for your question. Thank you. Um, So, yeah. Have you ever traveled alone? Uh, I came here alone. Um, yeah, he moved to a whole different state by himself. Yeah, pretty far from home. And that's wanna, probably the biggest travel I've ever done by myself. Want to tell the people why? Why I came here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just, I took a job. So last, um, I work in the ski and snowboard industry. I won't get too specific there. But yeah, I work in the ski and snowboard industry. I'm a snowboarder myself. I'm uh, learning to snowboard. She's learning to snowboard. She's getting very good very quick it's very impressive yeah that's a great noise for the <laughs> mic <laughs> um so yeah and um yeah she's getting great but yeah took another job so i worked in the ski and snowboard industry kind of my first job in the industry last year really loved it and decided i'd come out here and do it on a bigger scale uh in a very beautiful place and so that's what i did i was pretty i'll be honest i was pretty miserable where i was uh, back in West Virginia, I was living. Oh, sad noise. <laughs> no, nah, it's not that bad. But I was miserable kind of where I was in West Virginia. I'd spent way too many years in my college town. And then over the summer lived uh, where my up in the mountains, kind of in the middle of nowhere, where my parents have a little condo. Lived pretty much alone there for the summer for the most part. Um, It was great, but I wasn't really doing much and decided why not go somewhere else, try and kind of start over for myself uh, somewhere new. And yeah, eventually landed on coming out here to Colorado and here I am. So I've got no complaints. Yeah, it's it's worked out so far. Been a lot happier here than I was there for sure. And yeah, did it alone, kind of just told my parents I applied for some jobs out this way and they were kind of shocked at first. You know how moms are, they're, you know, mm-hmm. they want to see you succeed and do what makes you happy, but, you know, they love it when their their son is home, especially their youngest son. Um, dad thought it was kind of cool uh, and was mostly supportive of it and told my friends I was pretty much going to do it, and I left and been here ever since. But I'll be home, uh, I should be home in like a month or two to, to visit and say hi to all of them, so... That'll be good, too. And she might come along, so yeah, we'll see. Hopefully. Um, yeah, I've done a lot of traveling by myself. You know, the road trip was by myself. I moved to Germany by myself. Um, obviously, I lived with a host family, but um, 
that was all me, you know, traveling there. I didn't know anyone. So, um, it was hard, definitely. I honestly, I don't know if you should take this advice, um, but this is how I do things. I plan everything and I get everything ready as if I'm going to do it, but then I tell myself I'm not going to do it so it like doesn't scare me and then I end up doing it. Nice. Like that's what I did for my road trip. I, I bought- you planned everything. I planned everything. I I kind of forgot to give my advice part. Not that I have <laughs> great advice, but I forgot the advice part of the question. But keep keep going. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, I, I um, didn't plan. I, I planned everything with no thought of actually going and then I was like okay I'm going on July 10th or whatever July 9th rolls around and I'm like well see ya and I just kind of did it you know um with Germany I didn't tell my parents that I was applying to um my exchange program no and they just got an email saying like your daughter's made it through the first round of interviews we'd need to see you at our Grand Junction like interview process and they were like what is this and I was like ooh (laughs) by the way I'm moving countries yeah they're very supportive but um I just do things without thinking and then they're not so scary because you don't actually think about it and then as soon as you're in it it just seems so exciting like I was on that plane half crying (laughs) half like laughing it was a really fun sight to see for the seats next to me it's Um, probably kind of free (laughs) just jumping jumping on and going jumping on a plane and going I did that in the Netherlands as well um I decided I wanted to travel so I said f it let's go to Heidelberg um I did that in what's the month before October the month before October, September, <laughs> September. Um, I went to Heidelberg for a few days. That's where my grandpa's from, born and raised there. So I wanted to kind of visit the roots and I, I just planned everything, bought a train ticket, didn't think twice and then left the next day. So I don't know if you should take that advice, but yeah, that probably is probably not for everyone. <laughs> no. I, I was kind of the same way. Um, definitely plan things out if that's your thing and makes you feel better but my dad tried to sit me like tried to sit me down like a week before I was gonna drive out here and like plan out my route and everything and I was like no I'm not doing all that it doesn't really help me and I felt like way happier to not have a plan I just wanted to get on the road drive and I'll pull over when I need to and get a little hotel and stay for the night I'm such a type a person I have to I had like an index card like four months in advance with oh all the places I had, the campsites, what I was going to do. Well, that's better if you have stuff to do. I just had a place yeah. to be, and I didn't really do any like sightseeing on my way out. Of course, yeah. I was just driving across I-70 in the middle of nowhere. Well, not middle of nowhere, but like had some cool stuff. Went through like St. Louis. That was kind of cool. Tried to go see the arch, and then it got dark <laughs> and sketchy really fast, and <laughs> I couldn't really get to it because all the streets were closed, but... Yeah, I didn't have any plan, um, but if, you know, planning's your thing and makes you feel better, definitely do that. If that, that, if that gets you to travel, if that gets you to your destination, do that. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, just go for it, wing it, and yeah, that's okay. what I would say. Yeah, okay. Hattest du Tipps, wie man es schafft, um aufzubringen, alleine zu reisen? So... I What's that mean in English? It's the same question. Oh. I just reread it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um I I had something really good, guys, I swear, but then I just forgot. No, no, no. Okay. So No, I forgot it again. 
This is what short-term memory loss is great. Um, thing- Sorry, I oh, keep sniffing. I remember. Okay, guys, I remember. So one of the best parts I figured out very quickly on my road trip, the best parts about traveling alone, and some of you may see this as the worst parts, but you get to make all of the decisions, and it all falls on you. What you do, where you eat, how long you stay. For me, that was so freeing. I didn't have to worry about, like, oh, I want to eat here, but I don't think they will, so I'm not going to say it. I don't care. I'm alone. Like, I'm going to eat where I want to eat. I'm going to spend as much time as I want. I'm going to go on those hikes that I want to. I'm going to wear what I want. It's all what I want because I'm the only one involved. And that was so nice on my road trip. I did have a friend meet up with me in San Francisco for two days for her birthday, and I love you, Zoe, but that was the worst experience of my trip because I had been so used to being alone for like two and a half weeks already, being alone, doing my own thing. She wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. It was not good. So that was one of the most like relieving best parts of traveling alone is being alone and getting to do all that stuff yourself. And I had a lot of self-reflection time. Also really great for traveling alone. That's what helped me a lot too. Those eight-hour drives, I learned a lot about myself. Probably some things I didn't want to know, but I learned it. So That's cool. Yeah, those are my tips. Just think about how much it's going to bring you. And it might be scary at first, but life starts at the end of your comfort zone. So. There you go. Yeah. yeah, like you said, you get a lot of time to, to think when you travel alone for sure. I realized that very quickly when I was driving those long days out here Mm -hmm. uh but yeah I'd say for me it was pretty productive too yeah I also had a lot of time to do car karaoke there you go and you love that thing no one was in the car because (laughs) wow that was painful to any ears (laughs) um okay our next question this one's from der Hartmut um haben deine Reisen deinen Blick auf dein Heimatland verändert do you want to I heard Blick. Blick, yeah. I forget what that means, but I definitely have heard Blick before. Um, it means, did your travel change the way you see your like home country? What, like, what does Blick from? mean? Like, your... God, I see? can't translate. I can't speak Deutsch, but I can't speak English. I don't know what it means. So, um, I think man says so, Sprachgefühl. Ich weiß, dass es heißt, aber ich kann es nicht auf Englisch sagen. Gott, das ist meine Muttersprache. Um, warte. Um, it's uh, your view. Have your travels changed your view of how you see your home country? Gotcha. So, um, in Nathan's case, we'll do home state, as mm. he has not really been out of the country. Not yet. Um, would you like to answer first? Yeah, so how to how to like traveling to a certain place change your perspective on your home? Yes, sir. Um, yeah, I think I was just telling you about this the other day. Um, like I mentioned Moab earlier, I've been coming or going there uh, since I like the. I think we left the day after I graduated preschool or something like that. So, and I've been coming out to Colorado and Utah since then, and always loved it. And then I returned back to West Virginia, and I was always so unhappy to go back. Um, sad noises. Sad noises again, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need a soundboard. Yeah, we'll get one. We can get a soundboard. Um, 
yeah, it's only going to get better, by the way. This is a very rough thing, and these are desk mics that we're holding. Just, yeah, if you're not watching. Yeah, we'll get some podcast arms imagine. eventually, maybe a sign, a lot of stuff, big improvements. But anyway, back to the uh, the uh, the old story here. Um, you know, and going anywhere, going to the like going to the beach as a kid was fun. You're like, oh, the beach is great, and you love it as a kid. And then you go back home, you're like, ah, the beach isn't here. And you're like, eh. And then sometimes, for me at least, it's hard to like what. I don't like the beach. Well, a lot of people do. A lot of people <laughs> like the beach. And as a kid, you love the beach. Sand gets everywhere. Oh, come on. Your hair's all sticky. Okay, not the point of the question. A lot of people <laughs> love the beach, especially kids. And if you're a little boogie board and machine like me, then you definitely love the beach. It's not as cool now, but, yeah, it was cool then. But, yeah, coming out to, like, Colorado and Utah and everywhere cool and then going back home where, you know, it's you know, you go back to school or whatever after your trip or whatever. You're just like, ah. Um, I, I don't want to say it, like, ruined home for me, but, like, I've always wanted, like, ever since, like, I've always wanted to come out this way for sure um, since I was little. Uh, and I'm here now, which is great, but, like, it sure made, like, being at home for a long time, like, kind of dreadful at some points because, like, you know, you got to see the beauty in where you are. Uh, but that's hard to do sometimes. It's definitely so. a double-edged sword, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I started traveling and one, I like appreciated the beauty I had at home, but at the same time I saw how much beauty was out there and how much I wanted to experience. And that just made me want to stay home less and less. You know, I've had 17 years of the same mountains and the same drives and then going to Europe, going to 10 different countries in two and a half weeks, you know really opened my eyes to see how different mountains look and how different ski areas are and all that jazz i'm really bad at talking into mics i'm very sorry it's okay just try and keep it consistent you know kind of i know i'm moving this thing all over the place (laughs) you're kind of talking Um, down into (laughs) sorry guys it's all good i don't know how much it matters but i think you're i don't know do what you're doing doesn't matter Anyway, back to my story. This is producer talk over here. I'm <laughs> figuring this out too. I've never done this before. Yeah. Um. Wait. I think was that question. How did it change? Yeah, I think. Oh, like. How did it change? Did it change? Have your travels changed your view of the home country? Gotcha. Um. Yeah, it really did positively and ne- I mean not negatively, just different. It definitely did change. She makes you see things different. Yeah, I mean. Here's my example. When I came back from my exchange, I came back in summer of 2018, uh, 2019 actually. And that December, like that kind of Christmas time, or a little earlier, you know, that time, my two best friends and my German boyfriend of the time came and visited me in Colorado. And we were driving home from Denver where we picked him up and they had their eyes glued outside they could not stop staring at the mountains they're like this is the coolest thing ever and i was like (coughs) (laughs) sorry i had to cough (laughs) um they thought that was the coolest thing ever and i was like this is the most boring drive ever i do not like this drive i have to do it all the time the drive from denver to here yeah that's a beautiful drive yeah no i know i just i grew up doing it all the time your mic's on right yeah okay cool I grew up doing it all the time and it was nothing special to me. And as soon as I saw what I was seeing through their eyes, I was like, wow, this is actually really beautiful. 
so that definitely changed my view you know I was able to see how cool it was um but at the same time you know I saw those mountains and all I can think of was skiing in Österreich mit meiner Klasse weißt du so keine Ahnung es ist bisschen komisch aber positiv und negativ Sorry, I... That was beautiful. <laughs> I switched into German all of a sudden. Some, as I said on my TikTok, I say this all the time, some German words just sound better in German. And sometimes my brain does not compute in English. Und ich muss es einfach auf Deutsch sagen. So, ich kann so schneller sagen auf Deutsch als Englisch. Und es ist wahrscheinlich falsch, aber ich kann es trotzdem sagen. Und hoffentlich verstehst du mich. He's just staring at I'll me get with a there. blank I'll stare. Get <laughs> I'll definitely get there sooner rather than later. Uh, and then we can do better segments in German here. Yeah. Or at least I'll be able to contribute to those. <laughs> All right. Any more? Um, We're doing good on time. Yeah. Um. This is another question from MXLEN underscore XAO5. I do not know how to say that. That's a lot. Um, they asked, where have you been and how did you communicate there? Um, where have you been? <clears throat> That's big. Yeah, this is... Oh, wait, I have a list on my phone because, again, I have memory loss. So sometimes, like, remembering all the places I've been is, like, kind of hard. Um, so as we mentioned, Nathan has barely been out of the country i don't really know if you count 11 months old yeah going i, don't outside that. I, the I remember nothing so yeah so and i couldn't talk i don't think can you um, talk when you're 11 months old i don't think so i, don't, I have no concept of time i don't think so. <laughs> okay here's my list as is off deutsch um deutschland niederlande belgien frankreich italian schweiz österreich ungarn tschechischen republik um slovakai um slovenian Denmark, Ireland, Sweden, USA, Kenya. Um, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, six. Und da war ich auch in Kanada diesen Sommer, aber das war ein Fehler. That's a funny story. I accidentally went to Canada this summer. Accidentally? Yes, accidentally. Um, I was hiking in uh, Glacier National Park, and I did this hike right on the border, and apparently... I cr like we the hike crosses over into Canada um, because I got a text on my phone that was like, Willkommen in Canada. My phone's in German. So I got like the welcome to Canada text. That's cool. And yeah, I had didn't have service, so I didn't like know when it happened, but I just got the text afterwards and I was like, oh, <laughs> welcome, eh? That's cool. <laughs> Is that legal? I guess it's a public trail hike everyone does it so cool we've all illegally been to canada now <laughs> legally illegally yes um so when i was in those places um for the second part of this question how did i communicate there um as ich in deutsch ich werde es auf deutsch sagen as ich in deutschland war um konnte ich kein englisch also im ersten monat und sowas ich konnte hallo ich bin mckinley sagen aber ich sagte immer ich, ich heiße mckinley nicht ich heiße, so ich scheiße McKinley, das war ein bisschen peinlich, aber um, ja, so also ich konnte kein Deutsch und dann nach drei Monaten oder so konnte ich so, hallo, ich heiße McKinley, ich komme aus den USA, ich bin 19 Jahre alt, ja, 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 ich konnte so ganz, ganz kleines bisschen Deutsch und dann um, nach fünf Monaten oder so konnte ich so 
ganz flüssig Deutsch eigentlich. Ähm, ich habe probiert, einfach kein Englisch zu reden, ähm, Tag zu Tag. Es war ganz schwer, aber ähm, also meine Gastfamilie wollte immer auf Englisch reden, aber meine Mutter konnte kein Englisch, also dann musste ich auf, auf, auf Englisch reden, aber sie konnte halt kein Englisch und ich halt kein Deutsch, also das war komisch und ja, es war nicht so schön, aber ähm, dann nach acht Monate, acht Monate so, ähm, habe ich kein Englisch geredet, ähm, so vier Tage von sieben Tagen, weißt du, so ähm, fast eine ganze Woche habe ich kein Englisch geredet, ähm, nur mit Freunde von den USA und sowas. Ähm, also das, das war cool. Weißt du, so, ich könnte endlich nur Deutsch reden. Aber in der Schule war es ein bisschen komisch, weil ich Englisch LK hatte. Hatte es so, ja. Aber ähm, natürlich habe ich auf Deutsch geredet, als ich in Deutschland war. Ähm, als ich in den Niederlanden gewohnt habe, habe ich Englisch geredet, ähm, weil ich auf Englisch studiert habe. Aber ich, es ist ganz... Ähm, näher an Deutsch, weißt du, so Hallo, ich bin McKinley, ich bin Nechretin Jahre alt, ich komme aus der WS, ich wohne in Groningen. Weißt du, so ja, ähm, also ich konnte es verstehen, aber nicht so gut reden, aber ja, ich habe es probiert, ähm, da war ich auch in 2020 mit Corona, also ich konnte nicht so viele Leute sehen und im Restaurant gehen und sowas, aber ähm, also da habe ich Deutsch, Englisch und Niederländisch geredet, weil ich ein paar Freunde von den Niederlanden, äh, von Bremen gemacht habe. So, ähm, Emma, wenn du das siehst, hallo. Ähm, <lacht> wir waren in der gleichen Schule in Bremen, so ähm, Hamburger Straße. Und dann hat sie auch in Gröninges studiert, ähm, internationale Beziehungen. Und da habe ich auch studiert. Und tada, jetzt sind wir beste Freundinnen. Also <lacht> das war schön. Ähm, und dann, als ich meine Europareise gemacht habe, ähm, wir haben einfach Englisch geredet. Das war, glaube ich, so 30 ähm, aus der Schülerin und wir kannten, also sie konnten kein Deutsch, wirklich so drei von 30 konnten Deutsch. Ähm, wir haben einfach auf Englisch geredet und als wir in, weißt du, so Italien bin, haben wir Englisch geredet, weil wir waren in Venice. Also da konnte ganz viele Englisch. Ähm, als ich in Kenia war, haben wir auch Englisch geredet. Ähm, ich habe ein bisschen so sauer-sauer, das ist okay. Ähm, sonst einfach Englisch. Und natürlich, als ich in Kanada war, habe ich auch Englisch geredet, weil ich war alleine. Und ja, okay, sorry. <lacht> I, I feel like I understood like a decent chunk of that somehow. <lacht> really? In parts. Do you yeah. have any idea what I said? Well, you were talking about languages. Good, A lot of languages in some places. About, so I hope you I shouted did. out your friend Emma. <laughs> um, there was more in some like locations and stuff, but yeah, uh, the names right. are easy. The names are easy, yeah. obviously, but like I kind of knew what you were getting at in some parts. In some parts. Okay, he's learning. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when my mind just starts going in German, it's really hard to like start speaking in English again. So, yeah. Um, okay, I think that was all the questions we're going to answer for today cool yeah um we'll do more of that for sure yeah of course i will via your tiktok and via my tiktok yes it's mckinley.braun if you guys don't follow me and um probably 
a few days before we're going to post the podcast, I will kind of shout out a video of the topic and you guys can comment any questions you want as well as any topics you want to talk about in the future for a podcast. And they can also submit via our show's email. Yes. Which is shoesypod at gmail.com. Yes. And let me get the spelling on that. Yeah, just you to can make spell sure. That. It's S H U I. Wait. I'm not oh, going to no. help you guys. S H U S I. The first I word in of the iguana. name of the show pod <laughs> yeah. at gmail.com. Shoesy for breakfast. Shoesy pod at gmail.com. Did you explain the name fully? It's two word. You said it's two words you can't say, but the word, the English. And real word is sushi. Yeah. And breakfast. Shusi and breakfast. You say shusi. <laughs> shusi and breakfast. Uh, yeah. I remember when you tried to order sushi that one time on the phone. Oh my god. <laughs> and yeah. you actually said shusi. It was funny. I yeah. was trying to like ask if the restaurant had food other than shusi. And I was trying so hard. I was like, so do you guys have like um other items besides and i was hesitating i was like i don't want to do this i don't want to do this she said it anyway and well i can't like i can't say the word like we've tried a million times shussy shussy it doesn't work there's a bunch of words you can't say no there's so many words i can't say a few words and if i can i would like to mention my least favorite word peculiar (laughs) peculiar i can't say it peculiar Peculiar. Peculiar. No, there's a few Peculiar. No. I almost had it. There's a few words in German I can't say either. Eifersifistisch. Um, it means jealous. I did not say it even close to correctly. Eifersifistisch. You have a lot of funny words. It funktioniert einfach nicht, Leute. Mein Mund ist. Es bewegt einfach nicht. Es ist. Aber. Ja, vielleicht können wir einmal so. Als ich einen TikTok gemacht habe, so. Um, schwierige deutsche Wörter auf 